Enunciate your Martian sounds. Yes. Welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. Uh, I am this week's host, Eddie Webb, and with me are Dixie Cochran. Hello. And Matthew Dawkins. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> and we are here at Midwinter um, with our, our very favorite special guest, Rich Thomas. Hello. Sitting in a hotel, my hotel room, our hotel room, me and Matthew's hotel room. Because they got all of our hotel rooms. Yes. It's across the hall it's, it's from everyone, hotel everyone, room. Everyone in the world's hotel room. I'm heating up Matthew's bed right here. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Um, it's very cozy. Yes. I'm sitting on the floor. <laughs> if you can't tell, it is. this is actually Tuesday night we're recording this, so we've all had a standing. long travel day <laughs> and, and dinner and drinks, so we're... Uh, I was going to say, by a long travel day, do you mean three old fashions? Because that's what I call a long <laughs> travel day. I tell you. <laughs> I've traveled over a lot of bourbon to get here. <laughs> um, the rocks was the tough part. <laughs> it's rocky. It was a rocky road. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's ice cream. That's ice cream. Ooh. Damn it. La. We could order some of that. Ooh. La. I have very little to add. I have been traveling the longest. Yes, you have. And it's like 2 a.m. to you right now, isn't 1992. it? 1992. 2 or 3 a.m. right now, and I've got up at 5 a.m., so it's been a long day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be a strange energy podcast, I think, but um, we wanted to make sure we spend some time to talk because... Um, uh, we're going to be busy tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to have our, our summit. Although by the time you're hearing this, the summit's already happened like right. two days ago. So. Oh, well done, Dixie. You're dating the episode. <laughs> they know when the summit is. We talk about it on the internet. As I sit here, the summit is two days from now. As I sit here, the summit was two days <laughs> past. Soon the summit will be gone forever. It is January 13th, 2017. The summit is about to happen. It's just, it's I, sit here, I sit here on the Mars. The summit is about to happen. Oh, no. Um, uh, uh, but, yeah, uh, so, I mean, we want to make sure we got some recording in because we... we Midwinter is a very interesting time for us. It, um, uh, let's start with that, actually. It's it's the, the first convention of the year Midwinter. for us. Midwinter. Um, and... Uh, it's a chance for us to kind of reflect on things, um, look at what's happened before, what's going to come in the future. So it's a kind of a natural time for us to have our summit. Um, although we did try to have summits originally at Gen Con, that did not work out well. <laughs> well, we were really tired right? Um, by the time we had the summits. And, you know. Well, even the first summit that I mentioned food. was the last day of midwinter and like you all look dead. Well, I wasn't even doing this job full time yet, but you all look dead. Three of us already had con crud by the time yeah, we sat down. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, that's why we started doing. It. Now this is the second year we've done it before the show. Before yeah. the show, mm-hmm. and I think that we may do a different variety of summit next year. Maybe we will we'll get a different place we go to. Maybe it's a little maybe closer to. Uh, the East Coast, or you know, something like that, where there's a little more equidistance 
Can't be completely equidistant from Matthew. Middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Bermuda, the Azores. I could go for either of those. Bermuda, I will make it. As if it's not enough to have one musical host. I will point out that if we had Middle of the Ocean, it would actually be very comfortable for Matthew. Somewhere down there where yeah. Dixie's parents live. Uh, I'm used to living on a island. They live in Carlsville. That's where the summit is. Bum, bum, bum. Why just use their house? I mean, they have three bedrooms. You're probably good. Oh, we need more than that. There's a couch. We're fine. We'll make it work. Maybe if they just stayed out on the beach and we had... Well, that's what I'm saying. They'll, they'll leave and yeah. we'll take over their condo. <laughs> you kick them out. You can buy them work. a hotel for like 20 pesos a night or whatever. It's cheap as shit down there. Um, so, I mean, uh, we haven't been doing summits every year, obviously, since you've been doing Onyx Path. Um, it's only been the past three years we've been doing it officially, right? Well, no, I mean, we did the Gen Co ones, and those were, those were, they were pretty much what we do now. Um, like, oh, no, yeah, we had, like, one, like, in a hotel room one time. A couple times. Few, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, wow, has it been, like, four or five years? Time just Yeah, I'd, I'd say we've been, doing, we've been doing a summit-like thing for the six or seven years. Okay. Um, we keep, you know, keep fi- uh, getting in it and, and do, doing it better each year, I think, and, and kind of focusing a little bit better. So team building sometimes and other times, you know, we, we try to look at our goals, mostly what are we going to try to accomplish. And it's actually been very helpful, I think, because uh, certainly people have uh, taken it to heart if we said, you know what we're really looking for this year is we're going to try to emphasize this. Mm-hmm. And then you can see in that year that actually came to pass. We actually, you know, got right. more focus on a particular area, or we tried to, you know, okay, we got to really push our social media, and then boom, 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 boom. I think just last year we were talking about that and, uh, and the importance of more actual plays and things, and uh, boom. Right. And I remember a few years ago, one of the summits was like we want to get back into a retailer presence, and that started the right. Kickstarter's, the retailer specific Kickstarter's, retailer specific Kickstarters. Yes, thank you. That's fun to say. So yeah, so I mean, the, the the summit is is a useful time from a obviously from a business perspective. It's also a chance for right. us to be in the same physical space. We've talked about this definitely in the podcast um, that we aren't as busy. And this is the first actually this is the first time three of us have recorded a Pathcast episode in the same space. Is that right? No, did we, we did last midwinter. La- last midwinter, we had a room we went into and did things. Occasionally, people try to come in. Oh, no, you're right. We did. did. People try. That's right. Put you down. It's all blur. It's all blur. Talking about my path car station. But it's still rare. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, this is the first time that I've seen Matthew in a year. I know that you all saw him at UK Games Expo or whatever. I'm on that for them. But it's nice to see you, Dixie. It has been a full year. And, yeah. We don't see each other enough. You look like you're about to fall asleep on that bed right now. <laughs> it's a very comfortable bed. Matthew Dawkins is like lounging on a bed to I my left. I can change that for you, buddy. And like I can't, I can't see him unless I turn my head and I keep being like, is he asleep? Like, he looks real comfy. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just comfortable because I'm not sat on the floor. Right. There. I don't mind sitting. I, I, as an only child, it was always my lot in life to sit on the floor. So Same. I actually Did you have to tend the fire as well? It, so change the channel on the TV. Usually, it's mindless. I'm the youngest person in my family by almost a decade. So, Stir like, the ashes. It's getting cold in here. <laughs> Damn you, girl. I'm the I'm the youngest of my generation in my family. Did you sit on the floor when you were a kid? I chose to because I like to sit in front of the fire. I prefer to uh, be like a 
I guess, a fire guard. I would absorb the heat. <laughs> Didn't the silver spoon in your mouth get hot because you're close to the fire? <laughs> well, uh, luckily it was tempered by the rod up my arse. <laughs> You're going to have to amplify everything Matthew says. It's all gold. <laughs> well, but before Matthew passes out, um, let us segue into um, something else we, uh, uh, we do a lot at Ben Witcher. Is we, kind of, we make some announcements. Um, in the past, we made announcements about games that we're going to work on. Like last year, we announced a few Scion projects. Mm-hmm. Um, we also sometimes do playtesting here. Um, and one of the things that we're going to have announced once this goes live um, is the next game in the They Came From series. Right. Well, so let, me, let me let me set oh. the stage for that if I can. Okay, sure, yeah. in no. That, in that no. Okay, You're not in charge here. I'm out of here. <laughs> Boss man. You think this is the Rich Thomas podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you don't sign my checks, your wife does. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. And actually, Lisa, Lisa owns everything. Yeah, it's just, it's, ever but since, you own the ever whole since the war, I can't really? write any longer. Um, <laughs> so, um, on Thursday morning, no, Friday morning, mm-hmm. we're going to have um, uh, what we call a Q&A social. Right. And it's what well, we discovered. So we've already had it, folks. Yes. Already had it. Yep. Actually. It's actually happening as this episode yeah, sure, yeah, just goes live. So we're we're half up. an hour into it right now. <laughs> yep. We're living there. We're here. Time is, is folding around itself. It's a flat circle. So. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, bury me, baby. We... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> we are going to be announcing at that right. because it's a, a thing that we discovered from actually going to Midwinter is that we preferred a more intimate, more opportunity to, to, to talk back and forth with the people who attend it versus a big panel where it's just people yelling questions from the audience and right. things like that. So um, that is happening simultaneously. Like literally right now. Speaking. Literally yes. right now. We're half an hour right. in. We could be announcing this project on the podcast while we're announcing it live, and we won't even know. No, there's nobody to know. You'll know. Yeah. I mean, unless, <laughs> I mean, unless we could... figure out when we announce it on the podcast, and then time the announcement <laughs> right, in so the Q&A. How far are we in So now? it lines when up. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, don't talk about it yet. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matthew, what's mm. the next Say Game From project? I wish I knew. No, um, <laughs> it's probably a good idea to come to me first. Because, yeah, I'll be asleep throughout the rest of it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be very awkward trying to record a podcast while you're asleep, like, eight worse. inches to my left. <laughs> it would be worse if I was snoring. Where do we, get the, where do we get the glass of warm the, water? The next game in the They Came Shaving From cream. series is They Came From Beyond the Grave. Ooh, spoopy. Spoopy. Thank you, my loyal choir. <laughs> Choir uh, of the Dead. They came from Beyond the Grave is uh, going to be a uh, game based on the Hammer Horror, Amicus style horror movies. Roger Corman. Exactly. Uh, uh, very much of Christopher Lee, Vincent Price, Peter Cushing, Michael Goff style bent. Uh, it will be set across two different eras. The Ingrid 19- Pitt. Ingrid Pitt, oh yes. Thank you for naming a woman. Yeah. Sadly, and this is something we will be rectifying in the game, sadly those movies aren't always uh, brilliant for pushing uh, non-male protagonists forward, but our game will. Yes. Uh, Because I'm working on it. (laughs) Yeah. it's uh, it's a lovely lovely team working on this game. It's across the 1970s and the 19th century. 
Uh, it will lean heavily on the anthology style of movie where you will often have uh, characters who will all come together for something dramatic like a will reading uh, to meet someone mysterious in a cave or something like that and then you'll all go back in the past to experience something your ancestors did mm -hmm. and then you'll come back forward to the 1970s where you'll get to experience it all over again in horrifying Technicolor. Wait a minute, Matthew. Are you saying that this game is going to give us an opportunity to play in two separate time zones? Yes, I am, Whoa. Rich. Not, not just time zones, because you can play any game in any time zone. Mm -hmm. Two separate eras. You mean like in California and... Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I meant. You want to play the game of Central Time. Yeah. <laughs> two separate centuries. <laughs> uh, but no, this, uh, this game will include all the favorites from They Came From Beneath Sea, all the cinematics and quips, of course, they'll be changed for this game made uh, appropriate to the genre and it will be using the story path system. The team is already working on it, has been for the last month or so. And by working on it, he means we've been watching horror movies and imagining that one day we'll work on it, unless you're Eddie, who turned in his draft already. Because I'm yeah. a teacher's pet. He's the all only person, I think, that's turned in <laughs> a draft already of all of us. I have written so many quips. Now granted, he's writing the quips, so it's a lot of one-liners. Right. Give us all an example. All work and no play um, makes any adult boy. Back foul fiends. Um, the, the devil made me do it. Um, there are a lot of quips with the devil in. There are a lot of... Well, just, there are a lot of movies with the devil in. The devil gets mentioned a lot in these movies. I was watching... I've been watching uh, trailers and movie clips, and it's just like, you talk about the devil all the time. So wait, are we like creating a satanic panic for role-playing games? Because I feel like that's what we're doing right now. Well, you know what they say? They see the devils in details. Ah. <laughs> uh, I can be a quip. Wait, uh. does that mean that editors are devils? Yes. yes. Damn it! <laughs> and For our the, experience, correct. One of, the, uh, wow. monsters, one of the monsters, and they came from beyond the grave, will be the devil himself, as suggested by Dixie. No, it was in your list! It was in my list, but Dixie's suggestion was, because in my list it was spelt in all caps... It must remain in all yeah. caps for the game. So <laughs> the, the devil, devil which, himself. Which, which, as an editor, I kind of I'm behind that. Like, <laughs> I think it will be interesting if in the manuscript you're like, and then the players encounter the devil himself, <laughs> and it's always like it's kind of like death from the Terry Pratchett books. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I I like the idea of the devil himself being always in all caps. Like, it just makes me happy. But yes, it's a game that's going to be a lot of fun, and it will have its fair share of horror, fair share of humor. And yeah, really looking forward to releasing bits of that on the blog as the months go on. Yeah, much like I guess uh, they came from beneath the sea. You'll be able to dial the the horror and the and the humor, yes. in, and depending on what kind of game you want to play. Yeah, yeah, I am I am certain if you want to play like a straight up like gothic horror game, you could do it with this. Yes. But if you want to play like the actors are in the seventies, the movie's taking place in the nineteenth century, <laughs> and there's mm -hmm. all that meta. Elements of uh, from of the game from beneath the sea in there, so you could do a very like dual game at the same time. And that was one thing I know uh, Matthew and I talked a little bit about because, uh, as you mentioned, I work on the quips. Is that in they came from beneath the sea, the quips are a little more corny because that's more emulative of the material, right? Yeah, because yeah. more like uh, rubber suited monsters, and right? Stuff. Yeah. Um, I tried to write these quips much more along the lines of these are lines that you could genuinely see in a movie trailer. But if you put them into an awkward situation, you get more of that Cards Against Humanity style play of, like, what's the most appropriate or least appropriate time to yeah. say these Plus lines. Plus you can over-deliver them. Yes. Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, I, yeah, I would say Beneath the Seas, quips and cinematics and other such systems uh, lean towards the farcical and, right. uh, well, nonsense. Whereas uh, Beyond the Grave is more hammy, over-dramatic. Right. Uh, because... 
yeah, you can imagine Vincent Price saying something ridiculous, but saying it very seriously. Yeah, he is he is committed, even if right. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And like I, having I, will, the actors, I will say this line, no matter what. <laughs> having the actors be committed, I think, is important in yeah. those kind it's of movies. the devil himself. It's the devil himself. <laughs> Hello. Uh, 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 I'm these, Price. Oh, these are Vincent Price impressions. <laughs> no. That was the stupidest voice I could do. <laughs> the devil himself. Yeah, oh, it's the devil himself. My, my, mine is. Oh, uh, we talk Ford. about prog rock. Hmm? Go do like a seventies, uh, late sixties uh, musical rendition. Yeah, we can't take our eye off the Beyond the Grave Ball. We can't do. They came from the Spinal Tap <laughs> Road Tour. They came Why from the disco ball. <laughs> All right, next game. <laughs> they came from the tour bus. Yeah, to be fair, this is indicative of whenever we get in the same room, like, over dinner, we were like, we pitched, like, five different new... <laughs> they, they, they came from this, they came from that, so... We, I think we just love this concept so much, so... But right now we're working on They Came From Beyond the Grave, which is the, 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 the horror Dark game. Dark Shadows is another one. I love Dark Shadows. Yeah, Dark Shadows... Speaking of actors who are, like, committed, even huh? if the material is... Oh, yeah. Crap. Yeah, totally. Um, so that's one. The other one we're announcing is uh, Trinity Continuum Assassins, um, <laughs> which is <laughs> what I didn't tell you all this. Oh no! I'm writing a very small amount on Assassins, right? Because they um, were missing like three thousand words, right? Which is like a very small amount for one of us. Mm. But I was like, I'll pick it up. It's fine. No big deal. Because Monica is Becca, who's working on it. Yay. Mm. Had had, like, an issue finding even, like, one person to pick up a little bit. Right. But I opened the Google Drive folder the first day, mm. and because the way Google Drive abbreviates things, I set a folder that said, Welcome to Ass. <laughs> uh-huh. We take our job seriously. Yeah. Keeps, well, there's, there's, Serious there's, business. There's, there's the, like, Trinity Assassin outline. It's a folder that says, Welcome to Ass. <laughs> and I took a screenshot of that, and I sent it to Monica, and yep. I was like, "I was like, I'm sorry, I love you, and I think this very seriously, and I respect what you do." But you're but all I am, twelve. I'm twelve when it comes <laughs> to opening this folder. Well, it is not Trinity Assassins. Trinity Continuum ass. Um, I mean, it's it's there's two asses. There's two double the ass. Ass assassins. Um, double the fun. I, I, I want to reiterate the amount of, of bourbon that has been discussed previously in this podcast. I'm actually not drunk at all. I'm just a little punchy. <laughs> Why well, not? Because I miss you guys. Oh. Um, uh, but no, uh, Trinity Continuum Assassin, Assassins is a couple of different things. First of all, it's the first Trinity Continuum support book that isn't based off of one of the original right. uh, properties. So it's yeah. not Adventure, it's not uh, Aberrant, it's not AM. Yeah. It's a brand new thing. Right. And secondly, it is, a, it is a book that's based off of the core Trinity Continuum book in the sense of not only the rules, but also the modern day setting. Right. It's, um, like, it's like a parallel setting for that. Right. Um, and so basically it's uh, uh, the original uh, Trinity Continuum core setting. That's actually hard to say. Trinity Continuum core setting? Trinity Continuum Core Setting. Trinity Continuum Core Setting. I almost had three bourbons. I don't know why you can't say it. Trinity Continuum Core Setting. Red lorry, yellow lorry. (laughs) (laughs) Good band. I'm not trying that one. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Um, Now say my name like seven times in a row. No. Nope. See? Falls apart. Yep. Every time. And it's never been falling apart either. Eddie, people want to know about Trinity Continuum. I have no idea what's happening right now. It's a parallel setting to the Trinity. Unlike that one, where it's not just the rules, it's also we're taking the 
slightly optimistic view of these open organizations that help people out and finding a different, slightly darker, slightly different take They on help it. people out. They do help people by out. By killing other people. They murder bad people. Um, so this yeah. is definitely a game that's like, it's just your, your John Wick style games, your Assassin's Creed game, you know, thing, uh, Kingsman, uh, those kinds of polished heightens people in a secretive this- society that quietly eliminate, or sometimes very loudly, eliminate very bad people. This book literally got pitched because someone in the company decided to play a bunch of Hitman 2 and then watch all three John Wick movies in one weekend. Right. And then this game got pitched and we were like, actually, who wouldn't want to play that? Right. Because that's awesome. Right. Like, that's fantastic. Exactly. So uh, it's um, uh, taking the original uh, groups of them and kind of... Mm-hmm. Reimagining and then reinventing them as these different kinds of assassin-style organizations, and what kinds of things those characters do, and um, the different elements of it. And what parts are you writing? Oh, I'm I'm literally just writing the paths, the like new paths. Okay, so because um, like everything got parceled out as far as like all the powers and and whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, mm-hmm. and like no one realized that like no one assigned the paths, and right. so they were like, oh, we we might need paths for. A story path so it's like game. Just, just like the actual, like is, is it the rights of the societies or just like the actual? Uh, like someone else is writing the like bulk of the societies. I'm literally writing like the this is the path of the shadow assassin and this oh. is what that means. And this is the path of it. Like it's 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 all the little like uh, story and like com- role paths and stuff. The role paths, okay, but it's right. it's it's a very small amount. Like I said, it's like three k. So I'll write a little bit of the, of the societal stuff and a little bit of, like, role stuff. Right. But I'm basing it on the work other people are doing. Right. So I'm going to wait until I see their drafts before right. I even start working right, on it. Because you want to codify it in to be this little system well, piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I want to see what they did and then go, okay, what path could represent right. those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, that's all I'm doing. But a lot of people are working on this that are very, very talented. And it should be a really cool game because, like, who doesn't want to play John Wick? Like, right. Absolutely. For for us, it's also a bit of proof of concept for the idea that this is a Trinity continuum. Right. You know, yep. we, we we put out the the various things that are kind of connected, semi in the timeline. But now we can actually say, hey, this is something that is one of those bubbles that's next to the core Trinity setting, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, you can have that as close into you can you can just play that, or you can you know have. Some of these characters appear in there. Some of these paths yeah. also be in with the, the core stuff, or like, keep it completely separate. Or however, you want how close you want to bring those two bubble dimensions together is up to you. Well, yeah, because if you look at most of these assassin type games and and properties that we're referencing, most of them would be talents in the, in the Trinity definition. Right. Yep. They're not supernatural. Yes, in Assassin's Creed and like Odyssey, and eventually you're essentially supernatural. But in the beginning of a lot of them, and in things like John Wick, you're not supernatural. You're just really good at what you do, and that happens to be killing people. Right. So so good and so lucky at what happens that, eh, you know, that's where Trinity Continuum pops in. Yeah. The, the, right. the rules. Exactly. Right. And, and the original core book is definitely more pitched for action heroes, but also action heroes that are generally heroes. And, and this doesn't take kind of like, you know, like the assassins thing. It's like more slightly more towards anti-hero. It's like these are still they're still heroic powers, still heroic abilities, still heroic instincts, but they're using them in slightly different ways. And he so, wouldn't have done those things if they hadn't killed his dog. Right, yes. I mean, sure. this, is the, this is the whole book of what you happen what happens when you kill my dog. So it's a Pugmire crossover. It's a very, very dark Pugmire crossover. <laughs> <laughs> if your Pugmire character dies, you must now play this game. That's I mean, the, <laughs> the thing about most um, 
movies where the main character is an assassin or just a really fantastic fighter of some sort like that is that generally the main character is acting in a vigilante role of some sort where yeah. you're not murdering little old ladies and right. like your friend's mom <laughs> right you're it's murdering not, bad people usually right. you kill my so, like, so like <laughs> you know this, this would be a thing where like in, in the John Wick movies he's taking down worse people right, right. and Maybe before the, the chronicle started, right. he's not doing that, but afterward he is. So it still has that core trinity thing of like these are still on some level characters that are heroes. I was like the anti-hero in the sense, yeah. of, you know, right. uh, there's the characters that are still heroes in the sense of, of they're taking out worse people, like you said. Um, so it's not like we're deviating from trinity entirely, but it's definitely a different kind of take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's darker, gritty. I mean, I don't even say grittier because it's still pretty heightened. I mean, you know, again, this is, this, is a, this is a game where it's like, you know, things like underground. I mean, these are people who kill people's style, you know, so it's yeah. not like they're, they're, they're gritty, dark assassins. It's like, you know, these are people who wear tuxedos and kill people. These people oh, yeah, with, I, with unusual weapons. I'm mm. picking up uh, sort of Shades of Kill Bill. Uh, yeah. No. yeah. Pro, you know, prior to the main plot of it where the deadly oh Viper assassination squad are actually a team. Yeah, or, uh, or, or the bride alone. I mean, so when we're playtesting that, I can make the deadly Vipers, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, yes. That's a great... As long as I can play. Yeah, that'd be a great game. You want to play the bride? Or... Um, you can even do Kung Fu Hustle with us. Ooh, I don't know. Well, we, we, we're all going to have to choose a member that of the That is the perfect divas. juxtaposition, though, of like the kind of 70s movies you've been talking mm, about yeah. and like Trinity Assassins. So like we could... We can marry them. They're both Warpath games. Nah. They don't, don't marry him or you do the you kill him. Tarantino back catalog back when he was good. Ah. It's a bit long. Hot take. Hot <laughs> take. Not, not, not a very hot take, <laughs> to be honest. It's, it's, it's a pretty old take. Lukewarm take. Lukewarm <laughs> take. I didn't leave it in the microwave I long enough. I once upon a time in Hollywood is a counter to that. Really? That's my own opinion. I've heard awful things about that. Well, your people. They this is not a movie want. podcast. <laughs> Tepid take. <laughs> Welcome to the Tarantino podcast. The Tarantino tepid take. Tarant- wow. Tarantino no, no, what, you, what you don't get, what you don't get. You know what's so fucking cool? What's so motherfucking <laughs> cool? My fucking, my fucking game. My fucking game is that you can play the fuck the most fuck. No, listen. You can play the most cool motherfucking assassin you've ever fucking seen in a fucking movie. That's it. This is a Tarantino video. <laughs> The Tarantino Trinity. <laughs> the Trinity con Tarantino. Which, of course, is in no way meant to be any sort of a challenge to any copyright. No, no, no. And, and, also, <laughs> and, and, and also, I suspect Tarantino will not be sponsoring this podcast either. So You don't know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that. Well, yeah, so far, we haven't been proven wrong or right on any of our sponsorship uh, Request. Well, I was so the fact they have sponsors proves that, that, that they're fair, not going most to. Most of your sponsorships were with like you know corporations. If you were insulting, <laughs> uh, we we spoke very highly about the possibility of working with Nintendo or Blue Apron. <laughs> I know those two are radically different. And also, we just been laughing about Green Ronin products. So, I mean. <laughs> the Onyx Podcast sponsored by Green Ronin, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. a different role playing game company. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's no downside to this. <clears throat> Um, and also, this is going to be announced here, but I think it's a good time to kind of segue into this. Is um, at the when we released the uh, brochure at Pax Unplugged, we did have a blurb in there for Adventure. Yes, um, Adventure, which we announced. Say, right. We announced at the end of the Abert thing, Abert Kickstarter. Right. We put it in the brochure officially. Um, it is being worked on also at the same time as Assassins. So, if we get the one or two people are like, well, 
Assassin's taking away from Adventure. No, they're two different teams. They're both yep. working on them simultaneously. Um, uh, yes. But um, Danielle uh, Lazon is the developer for Adventure. Adventure. Um, and that's much like the other two games where it's, it's going to be an updated version of it. Um, but this one, we're keeping more of first edition, but we're, it's that we're putting ahead 10 more years. So it's yep. in the 30s as opposed to the 20s. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a lot more lady adventurers. Right. And non-binary adventurers and adventurers of color and, and that's adventurers I, who aren't Indiana well, Jones. Yeah, one of the things that we actually are tweaking about this is because we I think the first edition of it did try to at least start that growth. We're doing more yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, but one of the things is that because uh, spoiler for the entire Trinity Continuum, <clears throat> Maxwell Mercer is a time traveler. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I know. It's the worst. Um, but one thing that Ian kind of noticed as we were talking about this is that we never said Maxwell only goes forward. Right. He could bounce around. And so the idea that Maxwell Mercer did see the monitor the continuum, did see Aeon, did see Aperance, it came back and said, hey guys, so maybe we should rethink this whole Aeon Society for Gentlemen concept and actually get more people in here because in a few years it's going to be important for us. So what you're saying is that you ripped off Mummy entirely with our time traveling concept that Matthew and I thought up on our own. So what you're saying is adventure which existed before both editions of Mummy. <laughs> uh, but could they truly have existed before when they're both about time travel? Yes, because I said so. <laughs> my mind being blown. My mind is blown. Um, but let's say uh, gently inspired by Mummy the Curse Second Edition. <laughs> not even close. No, it's um, not. <laughs> do with it. You can just but, refute but, me when yeah, I'm being but, ridiculous. But bear in mind, They Came From Beyond the Grave also has two different, well, not just time eras, but two time zones. Two time zones. <laughs> You know, you can play you it got, in Central you got or your Mountain. Central, Eastern, Mountain. No, British no, it's too many times. Two times. Greenwich Mean. Two times. Seventeenth century. Richard Thomas. Two times. Yeah, it's gonna get too complicated. And Iron Age. And Iron Age. <laughs> exactly. We, we forge. Greenwich Mean time and Iron Age. Used to attack the vamp. I don't know. Uh, uh so adventure. <laughs> um, He's not saying it right. Adventure. 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 I uh, see. I think it was, it was more of an adventure. Adventure. It's like uh, or like adventure. Like D'Artagnan in uh, the uh, D'Artagnan. Yes, exactly. Adventure. <laughs> That's all thinking. All right. and all for one. Oscar hounds are always ready. Which, by the and way, I will point British out, cartoon. writing the title gets irritating because word keeps wanting to capitalize the next word after I type the the exclamation point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Believe me, they came from beneath the sea. Oh yeah, but. I, I, you guys used abbreviations, so I didn't think about that. But you're right. It is Even wrong. the abbreviation, though, you put the exclamation point. I'm sure someone did that. If you're not abbreviating <laughs> it with the exclamation point, you're not abbreviating it correctly. Any That's how I abbreviate it. I may have to go back to Thomas Secretary Drafts real quick. <laughs> Dear listeners, hey. I hope you're keeping up with this. Uh, we've announced a few, a couple of games and some modifications. Matthew really wants to go to bed. <laughs> uh, Eddie, host. Yeah. Yes. I'm keeping t- a tight ship on this. You're well, keeping you're... a tight ship? Yes. The, the fact that like we're back to maritime has put me back in my happy place. Oh, there we go. That's it. That's yeah, good. No. Um, Love exciting and new. Yeah, then, yeah so uh, now we've got past the adventures of the point. Um, but no, so, da- so Daniel's working on that. Um, we are excited for updating things. So what we, Dixie was pointing out is that we really do want to... Oh, diversity, yeah. Want to... Want, want to Look at oh, there's some amazingly wonderful and awesome things with Pope. Pope gave us a lot of the the, the genres uh, 
impetus that came into comic books and everything like that. But there's also a lot of being set in the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. Yeah. Uh, that what we'd like to do with Pulp is make it relevant for a modern audience to enjoy it. Right. Not, not, not every story needs to be like some smoking dame walked into my office and right. she had legs well, up to her eyeballs. Why can't walk into your office? You know? Exactly. <laughs> well, and actually, if you look at a, a fair number of the Pulp uh, books, uh, you know, Pulp publications at that time, they were actually trying to push boundaries then. Yeah. Um, and and right. there were well, I mean, teams the, that had people of color in them, that had uh, women who weren't just hanging onto a guy's leg. It's, 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 we talked about this, like, even in the, the role-playing game industry, though, like, games that were boundary-pushing and super, super diverse and inclusive in 1985. Right. You look back on them and you're like, that was racist. Right. And it's like, oh, well, because for the time, that was inclusive. So, yeah. yes, it's great that Pulp did that, and I hope that we can continue the, like, Tradition feel of, of Pulp yeah. to right. keep doing that. Because, I mean, it's like... To well, I think me, it's part think, of Pulp, and that's that's why I think it can, it well, can be moved I think Jessica Jones is a fantastic Pulp detective. Yeah. yeah. And she's a badass trick. So, yeah. like, let's have more of that. You know? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, we have talked a lot about Trinity. Um, I will say that, um, fingers crossed, if all goes well, um, I'm also going to try to record a roundtable because we have uh, Ian Watson and Daniel here at the show, or Daniel's coming here shortly. We'll have come. She's already here. Time right. in our... It is Friday at noon, Eddie. <laughs> Daniela's here and has been She's already left. Two days. You had a chance and you blew it. We're in, three, we're in two different time zones. Um, I think... Uh, but I think we're actually doing like a Trinity round I think table. we're in her time zone, actually. Well, actually, yeah, we're in Daniel's time zone. We're not in Ian's time zone. Are but you? we are, because he's here. Well, right. Well, he, Good he's job. He's in time zone. <laughs> Matthew, let you go to sleep. Um, uh, Who are you, people? Why are you in my room? <laughs> Record listeners, it is 9:40 p.m. It's not like we're here at one in the morning keeping Matthew. Well, now, what time is it in the UK? I don't yes. want to talk about that. <laughs> it is different time zone. zone. In this time zone, <laughs> it's the 17th century. You gotta get past your jet lag. I'm not jet lagged. I'm just tired. Right. Actually, 19th century, isn't it? Which, that, which is actually a good nuance um, because jet lag sucks. Oh my god. So, oh, I'll have it on the way back. Yeah, yeah, on the way back, definitely. Um. But I mean, so we did announcements. We talked about the summit. Um, uh, the only thing I really want to kind of talk about is the fact that this show has always been an interesting spot for us. Um, it was one of the first experiments I think we really did when we our convention experience because, like, is let's try a smaller, more targeted right. show. Well, because we'd always done Gen Con, right? We, we transitioned into Gen Con through the White Wolf years, CCP. Uh, I think Drive Through had a had, actually had the booth one year where we did some stuff, and mm. then Onyx uh, started exhibiting at Gen Con with its own booth. Um, and around that same time, I was invited to Midwinter mm. uh, by the uh, awesome uh, Ann and Bill, mm. and um, you had gone, I think, at least yeah. at least once <clears> before. CCP, and um, really liked. Really, I mean, for me, of course, I was a wash in nostalgia. Right. This being the same hotel that we used to stay at when White Wolf went to Gen Con, when Gen Con was in Milwaukee. Yep. So we had our parties here. We had our room parties. We just had a lot of parties, right? <laughs> uh, hung out in the bar here. And um, and then uh, uh, walking around here and seeing that the hotel, you know, while it has certainly upgraded itself over the years, there are still rooms that were exactly the same when we had the party. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, like the Oak Room? <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like it hasn't been updated in a while. Yeah. 
But like, there's like a spiral staircase that's built into one of oh, yeah. the walls that I remember, like, forgot about Falling entirely down. for like you know 15 years, right. and then <clears throat> went, what's that there? Oh my, I remember that staircase. <laughs> You know, ran down it really fast, chasing Justin to kill you or something. Right. <laughs> and there's also, like, you know, just other local things, like uh, 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 Mater's has become, like, right. uh, 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 patrician, then it's a more patrician. Not this now. year, Mater's. Although, this year, yeah, Rich. Look at that. You, we could have been there. We could have uh, started could your have year off with somebody. a bang, but instead you decided to we refurbish. We could have eaten a spetzel. Boom. Mm. Yeah. Could have had a pork shank as big as your head. Yeah, no, our uh, our mainstay restaurant for our meeting, all of us get together, is renovating this year. Yeah, so. no, it hurts me in my heart. No meters. No stained glass condom. No. <laughs> no. But if anyone's followed the blog over the past few years where I put that same that picture up with different people each year, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we just won't get it this year. We'll do something else. We'll, we'll have a different picture. We'll have, we'll have different fun pictures. Maybe a picture of uh, Eddie and Matthew's... Uh, the hotel room here where the right, as we're both asleep yeah. and I'm still here but you thought I left that's real creepy yeah <laughs> they came from beneath the bed the hand wow. comes up. Mm. I mean that would be a great like YA version that's true yeah yeah, yeah like, like Goosebumpsy Goosebumpsy mm-hmm. style they came from within the closet uh, that would be a very different game um, but yeah, so I mean, it, 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 so yeah, so we did, so we decided we would exhibit here, yeah, uh, and sponsor, and uh, we've had some great years, and you know, we'll see what else uh, what else happens. Maybe we'll come out of this summit and go. We're never doing another convention. That's right, it. ever. Yeah, we're done with conventions completely. Uh, but I mean, it, it, it shows the fact that we we're constantly you know, trying new things, whatnot. And sometimes we may, you know, like for example, with Gen Con, we decided not to exhibit this year, right. um, and it wasn't the exact same experience we've done for seven or eight years, but. We still have people, you know, you still buy the books, so you can still yeah, see some of us there. still talk to a hell of a lot of people. It was, right. It was pretty, pretty awesome for that. Um, so, I mean, we'll constantly be evolving and changing, and, and in a way, it's nice that we, even though we have this kind of thing we've done for a couple of years now, it's become a nice little meeting space. It's also a chance for us to think about what can we do that's new and interesting and exciting. Right. So, not just Nothing. making new books, but also how we do things better. Like, you <laughs> Nothing know. new under the sun. We're yeah, we've peaked. We've <laughs> used all of our ideas up. Now it's coast. We just coast to oblivion. Okay, well... We already did Oblivion. It's done. Ah, it's true. We can't even go there. Ah! It's done. It's all done. Hmm. We're done forever. So, uh, I think we've pretty much reached the, the, the peak of our conversational we topics. <laughs> uh, Rich, was there anything else you Rich wanted to Rich is falling off the bed right now. <laughs> He's, right. like, behind the microphone. You probably can't even hear him. Can you hear me now? Yeah, well, yeah, now. now we can, because you just stuck your mouth up against it. <laughs> I'm like fully three feet away from it. Like, wow. is there anything else that uh, you want to talk about, Rich? Or I mean, pretty much. Is there a song you want to sing? There's an adventure. Adventure. There's assassins. There's assassins. And there's they came from beyond the grave. They came from beyond the grave. Wasn't there a fourth thing? Nope. I think I got no. the ones we talked about. Okay. Earlier well, we about. talked about if we needed filler, I could talk about Morgul's Essence stuff, but we don't need filler because we're awesome. That's true. <laughs> Although so, Exalted Essence is going on, great. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Right. I'm going to save that for a later podcast. I tell ye wah. Well, yeah. Wait, what? What was that last word? I tell ye wah. Wah. Cult of the Blood Gods is currently on Kickstarter. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. It's got a few days to go. We have over 2,000 backers. And over $120,000. And we have exceeded 400% of our target. Yep. So, what kind of stretch goals did we hit? All of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're making everything. 
Uh, Cuts of the Blood Gods Amusement Park. We, we, we have unlocked the traditional wallpaper and t-shirt. We have also funded a book of stories akin to Let the Streets Run Red. We have almost funded, at the time this goes out, we may have indeed done it, a uh, book of story hooks and forbidden cults and religions, Ooh. including the, the much sought after uh, infernal aspect. Ooh. Wow. Mm-hmm. The uh, devil himself. The devil himself, himself shall appear <laughs> by permission of his agent. Uh, we are shooting towards a writer bonus, aren't we? Uh, we might end it before that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down! He's going to hand 129.9. This Kickstarter is over. <laughs> we're starting to booty people off the Kickstarter so it never hits that number. Yep, <laughs> it, we may get there, we may not, but whatever the case, Cult of the Blood Gods has been a fantastic ride so far. It really has. And if you haven't backed it yet, please do. Uh, the feedback on the manuscript that's been released to date has just been so superb. and Phenomenal. Yeah, so many people saying such wonderful things, and, you know, there's been constructive criticism as well, but sure. the best thing I can say about it is it has almost entirely been uh, constructive. It has really been very, very helpful. Some wonderful insights from the fans. Uh, special shout out to the World of Darkness 5th edition Discord because their support for our books is amazing. Y'all rock. I really appreciate you. Like, for real. Every time that I go in that Discord, everybody is very, very cool and positive. And, like, if you have a question or you have, like, an issue, you always, like, Bring it to the right people and talk about it respectfully. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's not respectful, like Sharky or Lumi or somebody, always shuts it down. And they're wonderful. And yeah, no, I I recommend the V five Discord World Darkness Fifth Edition uh, Discord because they're very cool, very well moderated, very civil discussion people. Cool. And if you're trying to find an online Fifth Edition group, they're a great place to go for that. And like, we don't run that Discord. It's not me saying that it's like an Onyx Path, like whatever. Like, oh no, that's a fan run Discord, and it's right. fantastic. Yeah, it's it's very rare to find mm-hmm. a sort of island of calm in uh, in all the fan communities out there. But it is right. so yeah. it's just po- so constantly positive. Also, I will say that whenever anybody has asked for a pirated PDF in there, they're like, nah. Yeah, they nah. shut Like, it down. go them. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, right. they, they even know the secrets of the 14th clan. Oh, <laughs> really? They know the secrets of clan Grumble Duke. Grumble Duke? Uh, uh, sounds like something Neil Gaiman would write. What, what the hell is this? Well, <laughs> sounds uh, whimsical. Clan Grumbleduke is a clan that I have, of course, created for V5. <laughs> it will be in our next big release, uh, along with uh, Clan Vagarante. Mm. Vagarante? Uh, among others. Now, what does that mean? Um, nothing. Much like uh, most of the clan name. <laughs> Damn it, no. There's the it is, in fact, behind gibberish. <laughs> the the Grumble Dukes have uh, three bespoke disciplines, and, uh, yeah, they, they have an entire clan history. While I could have been working over Christmas, I have instead, instead been... Instead <laughs> yeah, I, I, I made 13 new clans for Vampire the Masquerade, so I will make my own Vampire I mean, the Masquerade. I mean, Matthew Dawkins, this sounds like Storyteller's Vault content that <laughs> yeah. people would probably actually pay for. Yeah, at some point I will release Clan, but Grumble Duke, and <laughs> people will hear the story about of how Grumble Dick, the fourth generation, 
Methuselah used his levitate discipline at the wrong moment <laughs> underneath an industrial ceiling fan and decapitated himself. Uh, that is how... How ironic. Yes, that is how Grumble Dick met his end. Oh. So did they change it from Grumble Dick to Grumble Duke? No, no, the Grumble Duke is still the third generation. Ah, I see. Uh, if I recall his name, Bernard Grumble. Are they all called Grumble something? No, 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 just a couple of them. That would be silly. But, like, if, if you want a female wing, may I humbly suggest Grumble Dixie? Grumble Dixie, the Grumble Duchess. Yeah, no. sure. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah I, Grumble I, Duchess. I, I, could, I could work that into the this, canon. These, these sound like the names of Jellicle cats. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Skimble Shakes, the Railway Cat, Grumble Dixie, the... Yeah. The, Irritated vampire. Cat? I, think, I, I could think see the movie already with I, the CGI. I could legitimately work this into the meta plot. I think you mentioned peaking earlier. Right, and now and now we're in a valley. Right now we're going down. Many miles to go. I I could have worked on the Ravnos. I could have worked on the. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Instead, you're instead a bum. I for the grumble juice. Well, I mean, once you grumble work bomb. on the best clan, the Lissambra, there's nowhere to go but down. <laughs> <laughs> so, back cults the blood gods that doesn't have the Lissambra. This has the Hakata, which, like, to make up for not being as cool as the Lissambra, I have to force four clans into one. It's a whole thing. Yes, to become a shadow of the Lissambra. <laughs> so, Rich, if people want to talk to you online about the Grumble Dukes, where would they find you? You could not find me to do that. <laughs> he fears the Grumble Dukes. Oh, I, I've felt the littlest finger of their power, and I, I, I'm terrified. Under the Rich Thomas stat block, it says Bane, Grumble, Grumble Dukes. <laughs> I will, I will flee them on sight. Ban can never give a due date for anything. Yes. <laughs> Ban the Grumble Dukes. That, that is all true. Um, but no, seriously, how do they find you online to talk to you? I don't know. One of those Onyx Path addresses or something. There we go. I'll get to those in a minute. Tell them your Twitter. <laughs> I don't remember my Twitter. When do I ever write my, to myself? You know your own Twitter handle? No. It's WWRichT. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Okay. Matthew, save us! <laughs> uh, you can find me on MatthewDawkins.com. You can find me on Twitter at ClackClickBang. You can find most of my social media through MatthewDawkins.com. And, of course, there is a contact section on there should you want to find out the secrets of the... <laughs> Grumble Dukes. Yes, of the other 13 clans. <laughs> Dixie? You can find me currently changing my Twitter handle to Grumble Duchess. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and she's actually doing it right now, seriously. Also, you can find me at Dixie Cyanide in most places. Uh, and my website is DixieCochran.com. I'm literally doing this right now. <laughs> I'm going to keep it at least for the con, I think. Couple Duchess at Midwinter really is actually where her, her bio says right now. I mean, it's still Dixie Cyanide, but now it's Grumble Duchess. It's a soon to Midwinter. I should change that to at. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, yeah, that's where you can find me Dixie Cochran, Dixie Cyanide. Um, and I will point out, uh, as we segue to me, that uh, a group of pugs is in fact called a grumble. Oh. <laughs> so you are the true grumble dude. So I am in fact the grumble king. <laughs> You're the grumble emperor. Grumble emperor. Uh, the grumble dukes did away with kings. Oh really? Well, yeah. we'll talk about that. <laughs> Although the clan symbol could be a pug head. That's true. Could you be the grumble god? Grumble god. Yes, I'm the grumble fangs god. And oh, with, the big with, eyes. with the fangs, yeah. I feel like you're all sh- horning in on my idea now. 
no, it's a call to no, collaboration. It's collaboration, Matthew. Oh, it's it's, it's oh, collaborative iteration, and where we slowly ease you out of the technical process, so that you can focus on other projects. Yeah, I feel like the Sid Barrett of this Pink Floyd. I'm just going to be abandoned on the side of the road. You'll drive off. You're one of Sid Vicious. You're you're shining light for a while, but eventually you just go away. Wish you were here. <laughs> um. You can find me at uh, uh, pugsteady.com, where it um, has all my stuff I've worked on and all my social media accounts as well for my business side. Um, you can find anything about uh, Pugmire at realmsofpugmire.com. You can find all of our stuff, including Rich Thomas's stuff, because he's forgotten how to come back to him, at theonyxpath.com. There you go. See how easy it is? <laughs> In which Rich also writes the Monday meeting notes. Um, which, which has a comment section, so anybody wants to write in, say hi, you can do Monday it right Monday meeting after this, next week? Uh, I yeah. thought we were. Sure. We'll all be wow. home by Sunday. <laughs> we're going to have lots of meetings next round and have a meeting again. There you go. I mean, it can be a really short Monday meeting. <laughs> I we are alive. I mean, while we're doing all these meetings about the future and all that other stuff, things still have to get done, and people are still working on things around the world for us. That's so, true. You know. That is true. That is true. We should leave updated. Eh. Uh, so you can find us at theonyxpath.com, uh, the Onyx Path on Twitter, and Facebook. We have a number of Facebook groups. We have Instagram. We have Discord. Instagram, Discord. Um, even Discords that we don't run. We have a Twitch. Uh, we have a Twitch channel, um, which I believe is still running even in our absence. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It uh, never stops. It never, ever stops. We do not have a 24-7 Twitch channel. <laughs> no, but we do have content pretty much every day, which is it, amazing. Good. And I'm continually in all of that. So, as always, many worlds, one path ghost. high-pitched one you made the one time. <laughs> That's a dying marsh. Yes. That's how they sound at the end. Uh-huh. And those, the, the smallest of all of God's creations. Dixie. That bacteria. Yes, Dixie the bacteria killed the Martians. Are I we am. recording? Yes. Oh, yes, we're recording. Let's start going to the podcast now. <laughs> well, this will be sure to turn them off. Right. I have to catch up on a lot of the things I've heard from you guys. Uh, like, <laughs> 76 trombones led the, the big parade. parade. 110 cornets played the air. Prisoner 24601. Dear listener, at some point we will start this podcast, I promise you. <clears throat> will we? <laughs> but will we really? Have we already? Have we really? No.